So I figured, I mean, if we're going to do any kind of scouting related podcast, I figured the the first thing we might want to tackle is a little bit about what scouting kind of is, which I realize that, you know, for a 30 minute ish discussion is probably not something that we're even going to be able to begin to scratch the surface on. Um, but you know what, we're going to, we'll start there and we'll see where it goes. About introductions of the the cast, and then uh, well, we go from there. Yeah, I, I guess we should probably do that because otherwise we're just you know random voices <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with being a random voice on the internet. There's no. a lot of those. Yeah. God knows there's enough of them on the internet. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sure. So, um, all right. I'm. I'm Ken. I've been, well, I was a youth member in scouting for, oh, at, at least 20 years, maybe more. I haven't actually even bothered to math it out. Um, and I've been doing now on the leadership side for uh, around five years, although there is a bit of a, there's kind of a decade long gap between the first two and the last three. Um, but I mean, scouting has really been a huge part of my life. And it's still a huge part of my life now that I have my own kids and they want to become embroiled in the movement. And I'm having a lot of fun actually now um, devising programming for, you know, the, the youngest level of scouting. Uh, my name's Colin. Uh, I've been a member of scouting for 30 plus years. Uh, I've had many roles, participant, group commissioner, leader, um, my passion comes from uh, just seeing the results of working with the youth and educating them, teaching them life skills. Uh, it's been quite an adventure, and I, I enjoy uh, seeing the, the results that come my way. Over to you, Brian. Yeah, sorry. It locked up for a second there. So uh, my name is Brian, and uh, unlike uh, y'all, I was not involved in scouting as a youth. Um, we got our son involved in scouting when he was uh, seven years old. So that means I've been involved in scouting solely as um, an adult leader for the past seven years and uh, started out in the Cub Scout program which is something part of BSA for the younger kids. And uh, since he crossed over into Boy Scout Troop, I have been an assistant scoutmaster. I have been the uh, advancement chair for our troop. I'm now an assistant scoutmaster again. And in December, I will become scoutmaster of the troop. Nice. And uh, kind of the highlight of our scouting so far, uh, uh, this last July, we had a we went on a Philmont trek, which I don't know if uh, folks in Canada have any idea what Philmont is, but in the U.S., it's kind of like scouting Valhalla. It's uh, um, okay. two hundred about two hundred thousand acres in the Rocky Mountains of northern New Mexico. That's um, backpacking uh, uh, treks. Really cool. Nice. We'll maybe have to do uh, <clears throat> something about that in the future. Um, and actually it's worth mentioning too, drawing attention, you know, cause you called out BSA. So you're with Boy Scouts of America and, Correct. uh, 
myself and Colin, we are with Scouts Canada. So in addition to having a lot of different scouting experiences on this podcast, we are trans-border. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes. Totally, totally different uh, scouting movements. But, you know, I mean, also, hopefully, I, I think, uh, you know, the same at their core, even if there are some differences in, you know, organization. Um, at least that's what I'm hoping will start to emerge when I start talking about. So what is scouting? And I mean, for a 30 minute podcast, aiming for 30 minute podcast, it's probably not something we can adequately define, like I said. But I thought maybe that a good way to start would be to just look at, I actually went out and picked up a new cop, well, <clears throat> new new print of the original 1908 edition, but um, just thought, you know, took a look at the Scouts Canada website, took a look at the BSA website, uh, and, and took a look at the Scouts UK website too, and just, you know, had a quick glimpse at what they had to say about scouting and, and what what scouts are. Um, Scouts Canada on their about page stated that, you know, scouts have fun adventures, discovering new things and experiences they wouldn't discover elsewhere. And along the way, they develop into capable, confident, and well-rounded individuals better prepared for success in the world. Scouts is the start of something great. Uh, BSA puts it a little bit differently. Uh, since 1910, scouting has helped mold the future leaders of this country by combining educational activities and lifelong values with Five Scouts of America believes. And uh, through nearly a century of experience, <clears throat> I guess that would be over a century of experience, it's 2015, yep. uh, understands that helping youth puts us on a path toward a more responsible and productive society. <coughs> and Scouts UK, because of course, you know, scouting started in the UK, so it was interesting to loop in what they have to say. Scouts is about fun, challenges, and adventure. What do Scouts do? Scouts take part in activities as diverse as kayaking, abseiling, expeditions overseas, photography, climbing, and absorbing. As a scout, you can learn survival skills, first aid, computer programming, or even how to fly a plane. There's something for every young person. It's a great way to have fun, make friends, get outdoors, express your creativity, and experience the wider world. I would say that uh, all of that is pretty much at the core, very, very similar. Very, I think the same um, root, as it were. We're just branches, different branches of the same tree. Yeah, there's a lot of, there is definitely a lot of overlap there. Oh, and I did grab uh, Wikipedia's summary of it too, <laughs> because, you know, why not? Uh, scouting or the scout movement is a movement that aims to support young people in their physical, mental, and spiritual development, that they may play constructive roles in society with a strong focus on the outdoors and survival skills. The movement employs the scout method, a program of informal education with an emphasis on practical outdoors, ac outdoor activities, including camping, woodcraft, aquatics, hiking, backpacking, and sports. Another widely recognized movement characteristic is the scout uniform. Uh, by intent, hiding all differences of social standing in a country and making for equality with neckerchief and campaign hat or comparable headwear. Uh, you know, mentions the fleur-de-lis, the trefoil, badges, patches that can be earned. 
But again, you know, the, the same ideas, I think, get teased out there. There's, you know, the idea that Scouts has a really uh, strong focus on the outdoors, um, both in the sense of, you know, the outdoor adventure type activities and in the sense of um, survival, you know, like being able to actually uh, function on your own if by some chance you end up out of doors for an unplanned and long length of time. I think a lot of uh, scouting comes down to uh, problem solving is, is really where, where some of the core stuff is in as far as survival and preparedness and all that kind of stuff. Um, you're looking, you have a problem, you have some resources um, and away, away you go. You, you make the best out of, uh, of whatever situation you're in. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And funny you should mention preparedness because, you know, the motto of the BSA is be prepared. It's the scout motto almost everywhere, I think. Is it? Uh, the various sections, the various levels of scouting in, in yeah, Scouts the, Canada movement um, have different <coughs> models, but the, 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 the scouts, core one yeah. is be prepared. Yeah, so like the scouting section within Scouts Canada is be prepared, BSA, be prepared. Um, and certainly within, you know, Scouting for Boys, the uh, original book that, you know, Baden-Powell penned that started the movement, um, or penned to sort of outline the uh, the idea of the Scouting movement, um, he talks about that. You know, and he, it's funny because he talks about, you know, be prepared, and then he kind of makes reference to the fact that it's also his initials, or the initials that he goes yeah. by at least. That's right, yeah, be <laughs> But... Uh, is I, you know, I was looking actually like in, and I mean, it's been a long, it's been a while since I've read cover to cover through um, Scouting for Boys, but it's interesting that, you know, in the first part of the book where he's talking about a scout's work, he never really like explicitly sets aside a section that says, you know, this is what scouting is, but he, he works a lot by, you know, <clears throat> example. So he talks about the Math King Scouts um, he uses the example of you know, Kim from the Rudyard Kipling story, uh, which is really, I mean, a, a lot about Kim is, you know, um, inventiveness, right? You know, Kim, Kim is very, he, he's observant, he's inventive, um, problem solving, like you said, is, is a lot of what that story comes down to. Uh, some other things that Baden-Powell says, you know, a scout, as you know, is generally a soldier who's chosen for his cleverness and pluck to go out in front of an army and find out where the enemy are and report to the commander all about them. But besides war scout, there are war scouts. There are peace scouts, men in times of peace who carry out work, which requires the same kinds of abilities. These are the frontiersmen of all parts of our empire, the trappers of North America, the hunters of central Africa, the British pioneers, explorers, missionaries over Asia and all the wild parts of the world. All are peace scouts, real men in every sense of the word, and thoroughly up in scoutcraft, i.e. they understand living out in the jungles. They can find their way anywhere, are able to read meaning from the smallest signs and foot tracks. They know how to look after their health when far away from doctors. They're strong, plucky, and ready to face danger. <clears throat> they give up everything, their personal comforts and desires, in order to get their work done. And they do this not for their own amusement, but because it is their duty to their king, their fellow countrymen, or their employers, which I, that also, I think kind of encapsulates the other side of it because, you know, it's, 
the field craft is is certainly part of it, but there are definitely many different programs by which you can learn field craft. Scouting takes that and then sort of layers on top of it or accompanies it with this idea that, you know, you are um, a citizen of the world and of, you know, the country of your birth or residence. And as such, you know, there is a, a sense of obligation to, um, to, to f- serve your country or to, you mm-hmm. know, to, to serve the, uh, <clears throat> the society around you um, through, you know, <clears throat> through the use of your field, you know, through the use of field craft if possible uh, and if necessary, but also just, you know, in general, this idea that as a scout, you are <clears throat> someone who is, you know, striving to be kind and respectful and courteous um, to others in their dealings. He, Baden-Powell, when he goes through, he, uh, uh, he outlines a, uh, there we go. Yeah, here he outlines a handful of, you know, categories of uh, the course of instruction of a scout. He talks about, you know, again, woodcraft, uh, campaigning so you know the idea of living on your own and being able to put up tents and huts and sort of that sense of adventure chivalry he emphasizes that um saving life one one of the things i think is important to uh, point out is you know we talk a lot about um scout craft and and woodcraft and the outdoors and and i think everybody always uh, rightly associates all those things with scouting uh, but they think that that's all that there is to it. I think people don't realize is the outdoors is the means to an end. Uh, I mean, yes, we want young people and, and BSA young boys to to uh, learn about the outdoors, to love and appreciate the outdoors, to help sustain the outdoors and and live in the outdoors. But that is the laboratory where they learn to become adults and to become responsible and to become respectful of nature and of each other. So it's, it's not just going outdoors for the sake of going outdoors. It's that's the laboratory where we teach them the values that that we teach in scouting. Yeah, definitely. And also that sense of, uh, and also that, um, you know, by engaging in those activities, yeah, you, you build up, uh, we, you, you really, especially when you're out in the middle of, you know, nowhere, literally, there's really a sense of you, you have to, you really can't, I mean, you can try and solo it if you want, but you have a team of, you know, your peers there with you and working in concert um, with them, you know, I mean, it can be, make for a much more enriching and rewarding experience above and beyond just merely getting through the the stay in that area, right? Um and, you know, you, so you learn how to work as a team, you learn, ideally, you learn, you know, confidence in your own abilities and also, you know, the ability to have confidence in others around you. Um, and there's a bit of an organizational structure too. So, you know, you do start to get a sense for um, how much of the rest of the world is organized and that, you know, there, there are hierarchical structures that define societies. There's people who will listen to us. There's people whom we should listen to and take orders from or take instruction from uh, people who we will ask to do things. And, you know, I, you want to kind of become 
adept at all of that through the course of these adventures. So that leads me to a question that let's see if this is how similar or different it is between uh, BSA and Scouts Canada. Um, BSA hope adheres very closely to the patrol method. You know, the in the Boy Scout troop, it's the scouts who run the troop. You know, it starts the, at the SPL, the senior patrol leader, and then goes to the assistant senior patrol leaders and down to the patrol leaders and so forth. And we as adults, our job is not to run the troop. Our job is to provide a safe environment and to mentor the scouts. Is it similarly done in uh, Scouts Canada? Uh, yeah, actually, the patrol method is uh, used, utilized in uh, the Cub Scouts, which is kind of the younger section of scouting, uh, the scouts uh, as well. They have uh, patrols where they have a senior leader, a patrol leader. Uh, they have the assistant patrol leader, and then they have the members of that patrol. Right. And the uh, the idea being is that uh, the patrol leaders uh, take in information, and you know the the planning of the uh, the planning at the at the meetings is um, what do you guys want to do? Um, start to engage them as far as how does the planning process work? How does um, you know things you need to be mindful of? How do you get a group of people to to work together to achieve whatever goal you're 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 doing and the leadership team um the scout leaders would facilitate that they would yep and then with the with the older sections venturers rovers um usually although i don't know we have a lot of rovers this year so maybe they'll have to do this but usually those sections don't so much break up into um like patrols um, but the level of self-governance is a lot higher. I mean, usually our, our venturer colony is no company. Company, thank you, you Beaver <laughs> Colony. Venturer <laughs> Company. Colony yeah, sounds like they're going off and taking land, and yeah, that's right. <laughs> and 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 the rovers as well. Um, typically, they'll have one leader, and really, it's not even who doesn't even go by the title leader. Yeah. It's called the advisor. Um, and his job is often to do little more than sit there and say, um, "You shouldn't do that." Yeah, have you, have you, <laughs> have you thought about that clearly? Yeah. You know, his job is to basically keep them out of jail or the hospital, uh, for lack of any better way of putting it. Like it's almost complete self-governance by the the participant members at those levels, um, the, even to the point of you know managing the entire finances of the uh of the mm-hmm. section you you want them to try um you, you hate to see them fail but that's how people learn right is trying yeah to, uh, yep so you know even even as uh, as the youth take on those leadership roles within their like for the ventures within the company or uh the rover crew within the crew as they as an individual when they take on that responsibility they are trying something new for, uh, for a lot of them. It's, it's trying something new and you kind of have to coach them along when there are those, those snags with uh, personality conflicts and, you know, all the things that go along with, uh, 
all the things that go along with uh, having a group of a dynamic group of individuals. There's been a few times where the advisor's role has been to do little more than point and laugh, really. <laughs> <laughs> Not laugh at them, laugh yeah. with them. Right? It's just unfortunate that no one else was laughing at the time. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, and then on the other end, uh, at the beaver level. So this is the really young set, uh, starting at five, um, going to seven. Um, <clears throat> There too, we do use uh, a little, a slightly modified version of the patrol method. Uh, you know, we do break them up into what are called lodges. We're, re you know, really, really Your using lodge, yeah. Uh, but we do have, you know, we have uh, being beavers. They have tails. The tails are colored according to their seniority. So brown tails are new beavers, uh, age five. Blue tails, age six. White tails, age seven. Um, and you do try and you know. With the lodges, you know, you make sure you do have a couple of white tails and then blue tails and brown tails underneath them. Um, <clears throat> the role of, you know, the white tail isn't as clearly defined or authoritative as a patrol leader. And the role of a blue tail isn't nearly as defined or as authoritative as that of an assistant patrol leader. But <clears throat> we do try and get the white tails at least a little bit involved in the planning and running of events within the colony. Uh, you know, there's there's more direct intervention from the leaders There's a lot more planning that the leaders do have to do at that level because yeah. let's face it these are five-year-olds yeah. but <laughs> uh we even there we do try and emphasize a little bit of youth leadership definitely and the white tails are are there to like show the brown tails how the colony works how uh, <laughs> what the meeting what the meeting outline looks like uh you know we come in we play a game then we you know, there's the opening ceremony and then, then they break off into their lodges and do their, you know, the, can you can speak more intelligently about that than I can, but, you know, the, <laughs> the, the meeting. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Although this, I haven't yet got to the point where I've uh, split up lodges. The first couple of meetings is always, you know, watching the actual group work with itself and then figuring out, you know, personality dynamics and conflicts and okay, it's like, well, should I, oftentimes there's siblings, you know, so it's just like, oh, do I keep the siblings together? Do I split them up? It kind of varies from year to year. It just <clears throat> might be interesting to do a discussion one episode at, down the road about organizational challenges. But <laughs> put that on the put that on the list. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely a lot of similarity there because you know, and again, that goes back to scouting for boys. Like you know, <clears throat> he he really talks about and emphasizes the patrol method and you know, sort of that hierarchical ordering of the participants because well i mean obviously like <clears throat> scouting isn't a military organization but baden powell you know formulated most of his thinking from his experience with the military and <clears throat> it works it, it, it really does because i mean <clears throat> i don't have a patrol leader at work but i do have a supervisor <laughs> yeah i i don't have um <clears throat> Uh, you know, I don't have a patrol under me, but I do have people who, you know, report to me or, or rely on me in as, you know, someone with some authority. Um, so, you know, it, it's not like these are alien concepts that aren't going to be applicable later in life. Um, and having the more rigid definition within scouting um, makes it a lot easier to, you know, then take that and sort of uh, apply the principles in more loosely structured ways. Yeah, it, it, 
I know very strongly the belief that scouting gives uh, young people um, opportunities and experiences that they just flat don't get anywhere else. Um, our troop is having their uh, semi-annual youth leadership elections next Monday, and my son is going to run for SPL. And and if and if he gets elected, it's going to be really interesting, especially for me. Well, he'll be the SPL, and soon I'll be the scoutmaster, and it's going to be and. So the challenge for the youth, of course, is learning how to lead effectively and and uh, uh, herd the cats. And the challenge for me will be letting him do it and not stepping in and and trying to uh, keep him from failing. You know, because like you said, you learn a lot through failure. And, and one of the things we talked about at Wood Badge, I don't know if you all have done Wood Badge yet, but if you haven't, I recommend it. Um, is you know, scouting gives kids a safe place to fail. So and when they do fail, then you pull them aside and you go, okay, well, you know, how could we have done that better? What could, you know, what, and then and you coach them up. From yes. And you know, what's interesting is that too, I mean, I find now stepping into the shoes as a leader and again at the young level. So I do a lot of the planning. Um, that's not really something that stops when you're a youth member. <laughs> or that stops when you stop being a youth member. Uh, you know, uh, really trying to work hard with my leaders this year, especially to, you know, do a little quick after action on uh, each meeting, share and compare notes about what, you know, how we could have done things uh, a little bit better, you know, what we would change if we did this again. Um, you know, that, but that's good, right? Like that process too, never stops happening, hopefully. Right. I mean, it, you know, hopefully it should happen, you know, with most things that we do in our lives, which I guess, you know, then maybe, yeah, what scouting is then is, you know, really using these um, these experiences and these opportunities to, you know, gain this knowledge about the, about the natural world and about how to, how to live in it and how to care for it um, and how to, you know, organize uh, and go on adventures in it. Um, you know, it's really just all geared towards life and you know how to carry yourself through life in a way that's really really oriented towards yeah being able to succeed life skills that's mm -hmm. what scouting is yeah it is yeah it, that, that's that's where you know when you look at the everything that scouting offers all the challenges all the all the adventuring all of that kind of stuff it just leads you in in life skills and uh, what you learn as a youth, you carry on it as, as an adult. Mm -hmm. ah. I think with that, I'm well, going to have to uh, wrap it up. Yeah, totally. Yeah, this so, was good. This was good. This was good. I hope we can uh, get some traction off of this. Um, <clears throat> quick, then, before uh, we say farewells, um, I'm going to rattle off a couple of things, and by the time this episode goes live, they will exist. I promise. Um, so first thing, uh, for anyone who's listening, questions, comments, concerns, or, you know, if you uh, have ideas or might even care to guest spot, uh, scoutingstuffpodcast at gmail.com. We will also have a website by the time this episode goes live, which uh, will be scoutingstuffpodcast.com. And I'll probably set up a Facebook page 
and a Twitter profile as well. But Twitter limits us to 15 characters, so it's almost assuredly going to have to be SSYSK podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or maybe just SSYSK. We will see by the time this all goes live. Um, because that is the title that we're aiming for here is Scouting Stuff You Should Know. Uh, it's based on, you know, the uh, Stuff You Should Know podcast, or it's kind of inspired by that. And then, you know, uh, I also listen to Catholic Stuff You Should Know, which is another great podcast. If you're into Catholic things, it's uh, it's a take on that same framework. Um, all right. Well, thanks, everybody, for... Thanks for putting this together. One take. One, one take. take. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Brian, if you want to... Uh, sign off. Uh, take it was nice to meet you, Brian. Yes. Take care. You, nice to see you, if like face to face, sort of, Ken. Yeah, totally. And uh, we shall have to do this again. So, all right. For now, um, good night and be prepared. <laughs> I like that.